This is your Power Hour Morning Show where we interview coaches and athletes about their Walder sport experience and get to know them at a personal level outside of sports while enjoying a tasty cup of joe. We are here for our fourth week of Power Hour now. It's getting pretty legit now, I have to say. I'm here with our volleyball head coach and one of our freshman players at the moment. We have one coming on the way, so we'll have it introduced later. So if you would just want to introduce yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> hello, my name is McKenna Proud. I am a freshman from Iowa City, Iowa. Um, I'm a middle on the right side, and I have chinchillas. And I'm Bree Evenhoe. I'm the head volleyball coach here at Waldorf. I've been here for five years now. And uh, we're really excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys. It's fun being able to see different teams, talk to different ways. So you guys have a big game coming up. I heard Valley City State tonight, and they have Dickinson State tomorrow. Yep, winding down the end of our season. Uh, second time that we've played these teams, but we're both very different teams than when the year started. So it's going to be a good one. Uh, what are you thinking about today's game? I'm really excited. You know, since I hurt my shoulder, I can't play on the court, so I'm trying to bring as much energy as I can on the bench. So, you know, I have some, some new tricks up my sleeve <laughs> for the game tonight. Yeah, some tricks. Halloween theme right there, I see. Mm-hmm. Definitely have noticed that, too. Like, it goes unthought of sometimes when you see people, like, on live stream wise, you can't see people on the bench every time. But, like, being up there and calling the games, I definitely notice the energy that you guys bring on the bench. You can hear it easily up there. Like, when you're watching the live stream, if you listen to it, like, the back down, all I hear is just yelling and people pumping each other up and that just I, know, I, I like seeing that for team wise because it makes everything more energetic volleyball is an energetic sport like that and you get reactions in crazy benches like this not just at the college but the high school and club level as well so by the time these athletes get to our team they've experienced you know just this such fun atmosphere of being a volleyball player and they love being together with like-minded passionate people and it results in some pretty fun things happening on the bench it's nice when sometimes that's just as much fun as the success on the court yeah i i got more question for you brie for sure. sure so i've noticed a lot and i know that you teach as well so i've always wanted to hear your coaching philosophy Um, My coaching philosophy is building strong, confident women, and volleyball is the vehicle through which I do that. And, um, you know, I'm a teacher. I I taught high school science for many, many years, and back then it was building strong and confident students. Um, And I do that through a positive coaching style. I don't want to, you know, break things down, um, break people down in a way that they can't, you know, build themselves back up into something stronger and more confident. And I think being a really energetic team and uh, bringing that joy and love of sport into it is a big part of what I do. And so now we have our other guest here, Zoe Pond. If you want to introduce yourself, and they said plus one fact. Yes, your spiel. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Zoe Pond. I am from Monroe, Wisconsin. I'm a right side and an education major. Oh boy, there's so many. (laughs) Um, When I was a child, I broke our fish tank with a basketball. And there's a story there. Yeah, that that is definitely a story coming to tell, but I don't know if we want to do it now. Yeah, so Coach Philosophy, that was really 
like I've always wondered because I noticed you on the court. You're kind of one that kind of stands out. I've always like seen it always positive, and I definitely agree. You're like probably one of the most positive coaches I've seen. I never see like a down. I always see good job, even if it's not complete. But you did something right, and that makes a good job. Volleyball is the sport where you know when you messed up. Pretty much everyone in the gym knows when you messed up because you lose the point. It's very obvious. So why am I going to continue to harp on something that these athletes already know has happened? Let's talk about fixing it. Let's talk about being better. Let's talk about you know pushing to the next point. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm working on trying to be a coach too. And what I've looked at is always, you can't get mad at somebody for the uncontrollable stuff. So like in bowling wise, like when you throw out a spare, if you miss your spare, you can't control missing the spare. So. We always like look at the positive sides and the controllables, like your attitude and stuff like that, and just trying to fix that. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, Kenna and Zoe are new to our team, but they can even see kind of that impact, not just coming from our coaching staff, but from some of their peers as well. Okay. So let's start with McKenna first. So how come you chose Waldorf? So on my first visit, I was talking with the team. We had lunch. Um, and the cafeteria wasn't open, so we went to Subway, and I immediately noticed that there was one of the girls on the team who had similar, like, dietary restrictions that I did, and so we bonded over that, and then we were in one of the conference rooms, and we were having lunch, and the team was just so fun, and it was kind of chaotic, but it was a good kind of chaotic, and honestly, that's kind of what I needed in a school, and Matt and Brie are just so lovely, and I really like all of my professors. Like, when I came on my tour, I got to meet with Dr. Mason and Dr. Clucky, and I just really, um, I really liked the vibe and the environment here. Yeah, that's definitely what you always hear too. The professors here definitely are a big impact. Like, we're big athletic school-wise, like probably 80% athletes, but you hear a lot of people staying because of the great professors we have as well. And how about you, Zoe? How come you decided Walder? Uh, well, it's a small school, which I love, and also it was really easy to get to know everybody here. There wasn't a whole lot of, like, when you go somewhere new, there's usually that kind of awkward kind of, what do I say, what do I not say? And I, I didn't feel that here. And this is a really big WE program, not just as, as a volleyball program, but as a university. People know each other, people support each other, and that was a really big deal for me. Yeah, the Midwest nice. You just, like, I don't know, I just think Waldorf <laughs> is just like, the definition of it, I guess, but you hear that every time, so I don't know how there's different ways to change it. But we're gonna, there's a theme tonight for tonight's game, and that's very been a big thing this year I've noticed with volleyball. A lot of theme nights trying to get involved in, and also a lot, and a lot of social media posts. I've noticed like the posters I heard that are made by Charlotte Wright and all that stuff there. It's just really cool seeing you guys involved, so what's the theme tonight? We're, we're Dig Pink tonight in support of Breast Cancer Awareness. Yeah, yeah so um, Dig Pink and Halloween are kind of really big things for volleyball programs across the nation and ours is no exception because we have a lot of athletes who've been touched by breast cancer and all various types of cancer so um, making a good showing tonight and hoping to raise some money for the American Cancer Society of Winnebago County is a really big deal for us. One of the things that I'm most excited for is that it's for Winnebago County so all of the money that you guys are going to donate tonight will go directly back to the people in our county that are affected by breast cancer and other forms of cancer. Yeah, is there a way that people could donate that aren't here? 
Um, I, I guess so. We have a Venmo kind of thing going mm -hmm. on. Um, Charlotte Wright, who you mentioned, is um, making a lot of our media posts. Uh, she's put her Venmo out there for people to use. I'm not sure if she's okay with me announcing yeah, that on air, but um, our community has responded really, really well so far. Our campaign is already making some money, and tonight we're hoping to have a couple of fun activities that brings in a little bit more because every little bit is kind of what we need to start you know, kickstarting the research, keeping the money in our community, and hopefully finding a cure for breast cancer. Yeah, that's awesome. And like, I donated yesterday, I got my bracelet, so I was happy. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Yeah, no we problem. appreciate it. Yeah. So I heard, is there stories you want to talk about how you guys been affected by breast cancer? That's what I was kind of telling. Yeah, all three of us have had people in our lives um, go through breast cancer. So, I mean, it when we talked about coming on the podcast I, I asked if someone would you know with stories would be willing to talk and got these two to volunteer their time for it so you guys can go ahead okay so my grandma is one of the strongest people in my life um she's beaten breast cancer twice and then had sinus cancer most recently in 2019 so i was quite younger when she had the breast cancer so i'm not really um as aware of that and like how it affected her but seeing her go through chemotherapy when I was about 17. That was one of the hardest moments in my life because she's always been there for me. And she doesn't really live in town, but she'll always drive for all of my music performances and to come see my volleyball games. So having her not be able to come because she was doing the chemotherapy for my junior season, and then also not having her come for my senior season for volleyball because of COVID was um, a really big impact in my like playing because everyone could tell like I was trying to put on a, like a brave front but she was always in the seats and she was always cheering for me and so not having her there and like the people that I played against would always comment against it because they were just a cute little old couple that would sit up by my parents and they would scream so <laughs> loud and uh, my grandpa didn't really know anything about volleyball like my aunt played it but he was a coach for a very very long time so coaches remained coaches and so he would always try and put in his two cents and my grandma was right there with them. And just seeing how breast cancer affected her when I was younger, the little bits that I can remember, and then most recently in 2019, I just can tell that it's a very, very hard thing to go through. And it doesn't affect just the person going through, it also affects the family. And so having this Dig Pink Night is really important for me because we've never done one before. Like I haven't personally. So it's going to be a really good opportunity for people to raise funds and to get some money for the um, breast cancer awareness. Uh, I have an aunt in remission from breast cancer and she is one of the funniest, most interesting people I know and she doesn't really show her pain. Um, and watching her go through that is the first time I've ever seen her not make a joke all the time um, and, and not be the kind of person laughing and joking through it as much as she always does. She still remained very optimistic, and she still hid the pain she was going through very well, but it was obvious to me, because I was older than I was when I was younger, seeing people go through painful things. Um, and that was just a really hard thing for me to go through and a really hard thing for her family to go through, and, of course, for her to go through. Mm -hmm. um, and this is just a really, a really good opportunity for people to give back and, and do what they can to help with those kinds of things and raise awareness, so... And similar to Kenna, my grandmother had breast cancer, and 
this was obviously a, a very long time ago and she was still, you know, raising children during this and, um, you know, being a farm wife and like similar to Kenna and Zoe, you know, strongest woman I know. And to beat breast cancer and to, you know, just still be here is such a gift and a blessing. And it was made possible by research and the doctors um, up at Mayo. So anytime we have a chance to draw awareness and attention to this and give back is a really important thing for us. And it's not just because it's a volleyball thing. It's because it's a thing that touches lives, touches the families, touches the friends. So we're really trying to do our best to help in a very small way, but it's meaningful. It has impact. Yeah, definitely with all the people with their stories and stuff and seeing everybody able to persevere, the person who was affected by the cancer and the family with it, who has to persevere with them also. It's just strong stories and you always, everyone just so like go towards it and wants everyone to get better and it's just a big impact on everybody and happens, you see it with everyone, volleyball and football and all the sports and it's just a very big impact on like the sporting community as well. Yeah, I mean, October is pink month, you know, uh, the awareness at, you know, the national level is huge and that's such an amazing thing and we're, like we said, thankful that we can just do a small part of it here at Waldorf. Yeah, little school but big impact, so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is Halloween themed now, it's Halloween season. I want to hear what you guys got for Halloween costumes. Go for it. <laughs> Okay, so the original plan <laughs> was to be salt and pepper shakers. Um, but I went on my break between classes to Dollar General on Tuesday because we had our Halloween themed practice on Tuesday. Um, found out the Dollar General was closed on Tuesday. And I didn't feel like driving 30 minutes to Mason. So I went to uh, Hy-Vee three times on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> and we eventually settled on that I was going to be a devil because it was a dollar and 19 cents. <laughs> and then I had a red shirt that I definitely stole from my mom. Um, and so I wore that. What were you, Zoe? So this is going to be a little bit of a long haul story. <laughs> <laughs> I also went to hy V. <laughs> the second hy V round was my trip. And, uh, they, of course, had several $1.19 costumes, but they were all very generic. And I am not a generic person. So the leaf bags that they have out for, like, fall that have the jack-o'-lantern faces on them, mm -hmm. I bought one of those for $1.29. It's more expensive than her whole devil costume. <laughs> um, and I cut holes in it, and then... I wore it like I was the leaf bag, and then I got leaves from outside, and I was one of the leaf bags that people have out around Halloween time. It was very... That's that's a different one. I like that one, though. That's creative. <laughs> you use that big brain of yours. I mean, volleyball and Halloween, I mean, it's an actual thing now. You know, volleyween is something that you can look up on social media and see teams doing from D1 all the way down to high school, and you wear your costume, you practice in your costume. We had a small hitting contest where the devil grabbed the ball and turned and ran, <laughs> and the leaf bag jumped and hit the ball and little leaves kind of scattered out of her costume. But we had marshmallows, we had the Powerpuff Girls, we had three blind mice who were wearing cat ears. We had, I, it's just, 
a fun way to, again, just bring joy into the gym and our team really embraced it and you can still go on our social media pages see all of the great costumes that we had and the fun that we had on Halloween so we're asking the Waldorf community to come out to our match on Saturday in costume best costume wins a, a prize so come on out bring your a-game I mean you heard what you have to top a devil in a jack-o'-lantern leaf bag <laughs> Uh, let's see what we can do to make this just a really memorable weekend. I think I'm going to try plan one up for the. I'm broadcasting it, so I'm going to come down at halftime and just show up. I'm trying to surprise some people, though. I would love for that. I think you should come down in between the sets, so you know you can be on film too and uh, yeah. talk about your costume, and people can you know text in and comment on that. Yeah. She had something like that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I plan. I plan on doing some surprising. I'm usually pretty. Pretty high up there when it goes to Halloween. We won freshman year at the office. And yes, last that was night, a good one. Last night we had spectacular and I was Joe Dirt because I have the mold, so I had to do it for <laughs> once. And then, yeah, the, the more I'm hoping, I'm trying to make one up there. I mean, it's always fun, and I'm never, you know, disappointed or not surprised by the complete and utter creativity of our team to completely transform themselves into costumes that they can also still play volleyball in. So very entertaining time of year for certain. Yeah, that's definitely a fu fun environment that you need to have too as a team to make it better the, the long season. Yes, very much. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're gonna wrap up there after that. Good ending with the Halloween theme and go support your Waldorf Warrior volleyball team this weekend if in person or on live stream. And that's going to be a wrap for our fourth episode. So thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, for coming with. Yeah, really, really happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So that was a wrap of another Power Hour episode. Join in next Friday to listen to the new coach and have another tasty cup of joe.